Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I'm lying on the ground because after the bath time and the three books and the snacks and the dances she eventually goes into the crib but you can't leave because she'll cry so I just lay down and I play some songs and sometimes her tiny little hand comes out of the crib like um, a prisoner trying to try to escape jail um, and other times she just lies there and then she falls asleep pretty quickly. So I'm lying there and she's obsessed with Little Mermaid because she just saw the new movie. And she wants a certain song. Now I didn't see Little Mermaid so I have no idea what she's talking about because she doesn't know the name of the song. But she's just saying, I, I want the song where Ariel does its backflip and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Logan, I, I, I have not seen the movie. I don't know what song you're talking about. And so I'm flipping through all the songs on Spotify. And she's like, that's not it. That's not it. I, that, she keeps repeating. I want the song where Little Mermaid does the backflip. And I said, Logan, I have not seen the movie. And she just repeats herself. So eventually I find the song. And the song isn't even a song. It's a transition song. It's exactly 14 seconds. I don't even know why it's on the fucking playlist of the Little Mermaid, but it's 14 seconds. And she says, that's it. So I play her the song, and after the 14 seconds, I got to tap it again. So it basically loops, loops back. So every 14 seconds, I'm tapping the song and waiting for her to fall asleep. And this is the moment as I'm staring at the ceiling. How did I get here? It's like that uh, talking head song. How did I get here? Anyway, I was thinking about fatherhood. And you know one thing that I don't think many people think about is when you're in your 20s and 30s. I mean, yes, the obvious, like you have more energy. But I feel like because you haven't had much traction in life and you know i mean shit at that age you barely you barely know yourself but that's usually the the age that um, at least for our parents um, that's when they had kids right i mean i had a child at 47 and that's that's not that's late and so if i in my 30s i mean i didn't even get a divorce till 35 which was the beginning of my rebirth if i had a child in my 30s i think because i was you know, at a low point in my career and lost and and all of that unhappy, I I think I would have found joy in my child. Like I think it's actually uh, it's like almost easier if you're younger and your life isn't going well because then it becomes all about family and. And, and children not that not that it's not now for me i mean that's of course logan's a huge part of my life and so much joy right but especially now she gets older uh just you know a little human and you can actually hang out with her and have conversations but i i think it's something that we don't think about is when we're younger because we have not accomplished much 
our, our, our children become everything. We find happiness in, in kind of the built-in family, you know, like happiness has been delivered. And I think what, strugg- what the struggle is for me is just when I feel like I've gotten some momentum in life where I could now go do things and design my day, travel, you know, um, I have a child. And so, so you, so you can't. And it's not so much that I'm always exhausted, but it's, it's, uh, I think the, the hardest thing for me at least is the permanence of it. Meaning, you know, from the day that your child's born to, I mean, shit, 18 years, this being is going to be not only in your house, but, um, either on you or your your partner um for 18 years physically literally on you or just around you in the next room next to you all of that and uh you have to drop your shit and you have to engage and pay attention and be there for your child because of course you want to and so it's like when just when things are getting good this you know this is the wrench and that's kind of what parenting feels like and I I think for many too and I think that's why it's so hard uh, when you have a child when you're older unless unless you're older and your life is falling apart and and then you're you know then your child kind of becomes the joy but usually people by the time they're in their late uh, 40s early 50s or you know finally relaxing and thinking about you know I don't know, saving up for retirement. They, they, they're able to, they've either climbed the ladder or built something and they have some stability and then insert diapers and 14 second songs you can't find, long bedtimes, all of that. Hey, wanted to share with you something I'm super excited about. If you go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium, you not only get commercial-free episodes, but also something I'm introducing called series, rotating wellness topics, but not only lessons, but what do we do with this information? How do we thread this into our life so we could change our life? Go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. One of the joys, though, that... um I'm getting from being a father and it's happening now because I'll be honest with you. I didn't, uh, I didn't as, uh, when, when Logan was an infant and also I kind of, I'm doing this episode in the hopes that Logan one day will listen to it. I mean, it's, it's, it's why I document my story. I have this, uh, dream that when she's 15, uh, maybe 15, usually when we're 15, we start, uh, thinking our parents are idiots and we want to run away but hopefully she'll be curious about uh what i've done with my life (laughs) and then if she finds my podcast she'll um maybe find this one you know the uh message in the bottle that comes on the shore when where however old she is and uh she'll hear me talking about my experience with her when she was three and i think that's awesome like i think uh man if i came across a old cassette tape uh that my dad made where he did a little captain's log on 
what his life was like and what he was going through and his revelations when I was three or when they first came to America and his, you know, just his internal journey. That I mean, that would be gold for me. I would love that. So I'm hoping she finds this. But the early days, um, I didn't really like, you know, it, it, I mean, of course you love your child, but your child is just basically a lump and, uh, adorable, but also just, um, pooping and sleeping, pooping and sleeping. Um, you don't really see the child as a human. And then around two, you know, kind of like starts walking, potty trains, goes to school, and uh, three, three and a half, and is kind of like it's so far. It's been my favorite. This is when they put senses together and they could actually have a conversation with you. And this is the image I had of me having a daughter, and I've had this image. I mean, my entire life. Like one day I would have a daughter, and you know we'd get into this vintage truck and on Sundays go eat pancakes, and I see her little feet dangling on the counter because I'm a counter guy. And um, just hanging out with this little girl and um, having fun, being her friend, you know. And all of that is kind of happening now. I mean, Logan and I wrestle, which is one of my favorite things to do with her and take her to the park and stuff. Um, I don't have the vintage truck yet, uh, but we do <laughs> eat pancakes on Sundays sometimes. And uh, she's like my little friend. She's my little bud. And this is like, I'm falling in love with her, you know, just love her, but I like her and enjoy my time with her. I mean, not every second, of course, that's not realistic, but overall, and uh, really finding the joy of um, of being a dad. And it's starting to happen now. I think it started to happen around three on. She's about uh, three and a half almost. The other thing about parenting, um, another revelation that I've had, which um, what I know now firsthand that that happens in relationships slash marriages, you know, you have a child. Well, if you're um, if you're a woman, you have a child, and what she goes through as far as um, her body, as far as uh, trauma. You know, not everyone has a uh, easy birth. Um, her relationship with self, um, and and then after having the child, the child being dependent on mom. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, the the child's dependent on both parents, but you know, first it's always it's mom, right? It's it's, it's from from breast milk on. It's just the mom's the nurturer, and so. Her feeling touched out, you know, and then the her partner wanting to be intimate and the pressures of that. So, like, I kind of witnessed what it's like for women to have a baby and juggle all these things and then being stripped of time, deprived of sleep, and then husband or partners asking for sex and not feeling desired. So, I mean, wow, it's really... And then I, I, I can imagine, especially for our parents, if you grew up with no money, if you add financial stress and if you add one parent, you know, maybe gone working. I mean, Vanessa and I work from home, so we could kind of, you know, pass the baton. But if one person is constantly gone and then you're feeling alone, having to do it by yourself. And I only have one kid. I can't imagine 
three? Like, I don't even know how that's possible. I mean, it has to be done through family and just making shit happen. But all of that just it blows my mind what our our parents did you know that saying they did more with less and it's like wow and that that makes me really feel like i have it easy that makes me feel like uh, this is nothing compared to what our parents went through so i see anyway i see how uh relationships can be strained uh intimacy sex all of that um has to be worked on and um there has to be effort and intention. Uh, if not, I think couples can start to drift, you know. Um, it's a real thing. <sighs> anyway, uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff on social media. I, I, I think now people more than ever are... Um, talking about this stuff you know i think with our parents we were just kind of uh or they they were uh just told to to shut up and this is what you're supposed to do and don't complain um and now people are talking about how they feel and from for some people it may feel like uh, that people are complaining but i don't think they're complaining i think um it's stuff that we've never talked about you know how hard it is to raise children and that it's real and the kind of toll it takes on one's relationship, relationship with self, one's body, one's time, like all of that. So to all parents out there, um, I applaud you. And um, I'm also trying to be the best uh, dad that I can. Um, definitely not perfect. Struggle daily. And... Um, but I do find so much joy and and almost a a new joy on this planet. You know, I've never had a daughter before. My dad used to say, "Just wait till you have one of your own. You'll understand." And um, I I get it now. You know, I get it. And he meant like um, the love and the things that you do, and and you know all of that. And, and um, I don't know why he kept saying that to me, but. Uh, <laughs> maybe I used to run from him and he used to keep on, keep on, uh, trying to grab me and chase me and hold me. I don't know, but, um, I, I do, I do get it. And, uh, Logan, if you're listening to this, I don't know how old you are, but, um, I not only love you, but I like you. I'm falling in love with you every day and I love spending my days with you and engaging with you. Um, you are such a blessing and uh, you couldn't have come at a better time in my life. And although I'll be the old man in his 60s when you're in high school and all your friends will say, oh, dude, your grandpa's here. But yeah, I'll be rolling up in vans and my Harley with uh, gray hair. Full head of gray hair, long, down to my back. Anyway, Logan, here's you singing one of your first songs, Complete. I recorded it, and uh, now it's on a type camp capsule. I love you. Sunflower, sunflower, yeah, rolling around. You 
prettiest flower I found, tall and striped and full of trace. I love the white in your bright yellow face.